Welcome to Vertebraker, episode number seven. Where the fuck have you been? Well, I know we were going to recap a show and, well, let's just put it this way. You can't do a show when you and your brother are laughing so hard because something was said that you don't want to air. That's what happened and basically i haven't been following wrestling as much i have watched some dvds and i think we're watching a, a ring of honor show from uh i think it's september 15th of this year on uh on saturday and i think we're gonna put a show out right afterwards because we're gonna talk about it but nothing's really been going on i, I mean in the wrestling one thing i've learned so far is that i don't even watch raw anymore i just fast forward my my brother and I watch it and we can get it done in about 15 minutes and know everything that's going on. See, that's what Vince McMahon needs to do. Not the dialogue heavy. You need to have some action. That's where he's fucking it up. I mean, I, I don't care what anyone says. He's fucking up the wrestling industry. I mean, I don't even watch that. Here's the thing. I watch anybody TNA and I'm like, man, they have so much potential. You know what they could do is this, but they won't do it because they're fucking stupid. How, you know, how sad is that, that when you watch a show, you're like, you know, they should do this, but they won't because they're fucking stupid, and Vince Russo is probably running everything. If they were to have Angle and Samoa Joe have a, have a fight last five minutes on free TV, and then somehow cut it, have a run-in with something, you know, something along those lines, and you have that on, on a free show, that's a huge thing. I mean, Samoa Joe and Angle, both good wrestlers. You show it on free TV and say, you got to watch pay-per-view. I'd buy it then if they show that they could work together. If they haven't, then what's the freaking point of doing it? And honestly, in TNA, I mean, nothing's changed. It's the same bullshit going on. I mean, what? I mean, I don't even have to watch it, and I can tell you what's going on. Jared, you know, I don't even know Jeff Jarrett's on there. That's the only thing I don't know. And that shows I have not been watching. I am watching Turning Point tonight, so hopefully it's a decent show. If not, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I don't know about you guys. But the other thing I want to talk about is Paul Heyman. He's not fired. He's not on the WWE team. So what is he doing? See, one thing I've learned is when Angle left, they did not make that big of a deal about it. They should have. But they didn't. That was the first mistake. Now, with Paul Heyman leaving, if he leaves, you lose Sabu and Rob Van Dam. And Rob Van Dam's contract's up in, what, the next three or four months? RVD's gone. Wherever Paul Heyman goes, RVD goes. Sabu. You know, it's going to be the same thing. I think, I think in a way that I think that if they let Paul Heyman go completely, say, you're done, we don't want to have anything to do with you, and when he hops to TNA, I guarantee you that there's going to have ECW people, including someone like Tommy Dreamer, jump over there. 
Because if if I was told that I can make the money I make now and I only had to work three days a month, who wouldn't do that? I mean, seriously, if I was told that I, you know, I could make, you know, let's say they make uh, fifteen hundred a show, and they do three shows, they make forty five hundred, their airfare's paid for, and their hotel rooms paid for, even their basic, basically everything's paid for, and they make profit, you know, about we'll say forty five hundred, right? That's a lot of money. You know, you're talking, you know, 55000 a year is what you pull in as a wrestler. Yeah, granted, you know, there's a chance of you getting hurt, you know, and I know there's other things that go along with that. But you can, if I was, if I was told that you were, you get to work three days a month, you work a pay-per-view, uh, two tapings right afterwards, and then two weeks later you work another two tapings, that means I'm gone for my family at most four days. And some even quicker than that. Some might live around that area. You could still work for Ring of Honor. You could still work... For other, you know, like CCW, you can work with, you know, good promotions out there and make a decent living. Yes, I know, you know, it's hard to get insurance as a wrestler, but, you know, if you, if basically your teenage salary is what you make, and then you do maybe four or five indie shows once in a while, and that pays for your insurance, I mean, you're talking a good lifestyle still. I mean, $55,000 a year is, I'm sorry, 54000 a year is still a good salary. And you know some of these guys are making that. Some are pulling in forty, and they're happy because they go out there, they work, then they hit a couple any places, they have things taken care of. You know, and, and as a WWE wrestler, you're working sometimes seven days a week. And yeah, granted, you get five days off after that. But I'm sorry, you know, if you work seven days straight, and that's including the flight to a foreign country, and then you got to fly back and still work two more dates, and then you're off for five days, that takes a toll. I mean, we we went to Orlando recently, which we did miss the TNA tapings because it was the following week. But, I mean, you you look at flying and then wrestling, and some of those guys are hurt. I mean, look at Big Show. I mean, that's a perfect example. You can't do that to guys. And see, Vince doesn't look at wrestlers as people. He looks at an investment, which I do see. I do understand that part. But you have to make sure that your investment still can do things. I mean, if they were to do house shows where basically, you know, they have the Raw and SmackDown house shows, but if they had SmackDown Group 1, SmackDown Group 2, and they did, you know, like, I work, you know, Friday and Saturday, but I'm off Sunday, and then I work Monday as a Raw person, I think more wrestlers would be happy about that. But then you have to do the house shows because that's how you make extra money. I mean, I look and see what Vince is doing, and I understand from a business standpoint, it's great. But for what he's done to some of these guys, I just... I'm surprised. You know, the thing is, I always said that if I want a shitload of money, I'd start up a wrestling organization. And I would put Vince out. Because he has these old-timers, but people want change. And if you have a WWE product, you know, quote-unquote WWE product and you incorporate changes that are better, you'll succeed. And see, that's why NWTNA, I, I love the 6 9 ring. I love that. It's a novelty. It's not something you should always have. When the Cruiserweight's get in it, oh my gosh. I, when NWTNA, when I tape it Saturday night, because I can't tape it on Thursday due to my wife's Grey's Anatomy thing and my CSI, I watch it, and I watch the Cruiserweight stuff, and I'm like, man, these are fucking good matches. And then you're like, go turn to WWE, and you're like, all right, fast forward, fast forward. Oh, look, Shane Helms is on. 
Good match. Okay. Fast forward, fast forward. Okay, King Booker, you know, made someone kiss his feet. Okay. Uh, Batista won the title. Okay, nothing new. Okay, it still sucks. Still sucks. Oh, wait, it's over. I can watch SmackDown. You know, the funny thing is, I'll watch SmackDown. I'll watch the Cruiserweights, which is about 20-minute matches between the two, and then five minutes for the rest of it. I can, actually, SmackDown takes me longer to watch now because of Cruiserweights. What's that say about Raw? What's that say about John Cena, who's not even a really good champion? By the way, his movie sucked. I mean, it was okay, but I'm glad I didn't pay for it. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but one thing I, I want to, one thing I can't stress enough is I can't even get into it now because I'll just get, I'll ramble on for like three hours because I can't stand the direction of ECW right now. They fucked it up. They gave Bobby Lashley the ECW title. He's not hardcore. He doesn't fucking deserve it. Sabu and Rob Van Dam deserve it. But ironically, how come CM Punk is getting a push and then he's like, what, the first or second one out of the Elimination Chamber? I mean, who booked this shit? Who changed this shit? Oh, that's right. Vince McMahon had to be there. Oh, that's right. You know, the thing is, I haven't even watched. I have three pay-per-views to watch tonight. I haven't watched them because I don't even want to watch the the ECW one. I, I really don't because I know I already read the spoiler. I already read what happens, and you start you start reading it. And you're like, "That's horrible!" You know who booked this shit? Who fucked it up? And then you hear Vince McMahon changes certain things in the Illumination Chamber. Well, Paul Heyman succeeded with ECW. No matter what anyone says, you can say he failed. He went bankrupt. So he went bankrupt. Big deal. But did you notice that when ECW was still running, it was it was a huge deal. I watched it. I mean, the TV wasn't the greatest, but the pay-per-views were phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I started looking back, and I was like, man, can I actually name a bad ECW pay-per-view? I mean, there's some out there, but off the top of my head right now, I can't think of any. I mean, that tells you that Paul Heyman knew what the fuck he was doing. And apparently, Vince doesn't want to give him credit. He, he's just like, well... You know, I don't think CM Punk should do this because he's not a big guy. He's kind of a cruiserweight. Well, that's unfair. That's really unfair. I mean, if you want to, you know, look at it logically in a roundabout way, well, you know, your son, Shane, isn't a cruiserweight, but he likes to do those moves. And CM Punk, yes, he does wrestle like a heavyweight and does use some cruiserweight moves. I mean, but you shouldn't bury a guy after he's been pushed. That's why Vince should, Vince should, what they should do is just say, Paul, here's ECW, do whatever the fuck you want with it, and just do it right, make some money. The thing is, if he didn't have Vince over his shoulders, I guarantee you ECW would change, and it would change for the better. I I can't say anything, oh, I get so pissed off about this, and I guarantee you everyone else gets pissed off about this too. ECW succeeded. And they bring it back as the WWE ECW, and it's failing. What's that tell you? I mean, when your ratings are just about as good as SmackDown's ratings, that tells you something. And, you know, sci-fi is still, it's not everywhere in the United States. They said, what, it's like 90, 90% of the U.S. market can actually get sci-fi channel. So there's 10% that can't get it. And you, it was it UP, or what are they called, CW now? Of course, is like, what is it? It's like a... Uh, 
it's 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 over the ninety percent, and they're barely they're basically neck and neck about ratings value. Yeah, one point nine to a two two one or two two. That's still close. I mean, I mean that tells you something right off the bat. Even though SmackDown, I will say for the Cruiserweight, it's very good. But ECW, they're not having hardcore stuff. I mean, granted, it was a novelty, but I mean, you bring guys in who will look at Paul Heyman and said, "I will work my ass off for you." And then they come to the WWE, and it's a WWE ECW, and they're like, I want to work my ass off for you, but I got this guy, Vince, who's also your boss, so I kind of have a problem with that. Yeah, I mean, the sad thing is, I mean, you don't you don't hear about, I mean, we, we hear about all the negative stuff. I haven't heard, but the thing is, I haven't heard any good stuff that happens with ECW. I just heard that people are upset. I heard Sabu wants to leave. I heard RVD's basically done. Unless somehow they can, they get Paul E to stay, which... Who knows? I mean, who knows at this point what's going to fucking happen? I mean, I can't... I sit there and I look at all these ECW DVDs that I have, and I'll sit there and put them in and be like, man, this is phenomenal. Yeah, it was awesome to see that. How come they're not doing that now? Oh, it's because it's WWE. And I understand it's a public-traded company. Why don't you just split the company and have WWE? And here's the one that we're investing in ECW, but we don't have too much to do with that. And you let them have their own arena. You could have it. I mean, look at OVW. I mean, that's good. Uh, and then there's what? There's uh, is it the was it Memphis Wrestling or what? I can't even think what the other school is that they have. Well, anyways, but you have it at one place. You could have it, you know, in New York or no, no, is it New York or at the Hammerstein Ballroom? You could have it there, and every week, and. The New Yorkers would still... I think it's in New York. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, everyone. You can sit there and, and correct me. I'm sorry. But I think if I'm correct, it's in New York. Somewhere in New York. And you could sell that out because the people in that area, even Pennsylvania, people can't come from Pennsylvania, New Jersey. All those people love ECW. But if you do not... If you don't put it where they're, they know about it, it's going to suck. You don't put it with a SmackDown crowd or a Raw crowd. You put it at an ECW crowd. You have it small. You have 500 to 1,000 people attend, and you sell that motherfucker out. That's how it succeeds. But you know, what do I know? I'm just some guy who rambles on about wrestling because he's pissed off the fact that someone who thinks, you know, I swear Vince has the smallest dick in the world because he has to prove how on top he is and do his walk. Well, dude, fucking grow up. I mean, you had a product that would succeed, and you fucked it up. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I should just probably have an ECW episode with my brother, and it'll probably be like three hours long. Which, you know, who knows? We'll probably end up doing it anyways. Well, I gotta, I'm done. I don't want to talk anymore about wrestling. I know I said to go back to weekly updates. I'm going to try my best, but right now I'm so pissed off at the whole Paul, Paul E. thing. And probably by the time I post this, he's probably fired. Anyways, but I'll I'll do my best to put more of these out. Anyways, I want to thank uh, 86 Productions for hosting the podcast. I want to thank all my fans for listening. Until next time, I'll see you in the ring. Peace.